of a reminiscing question here. If your character could have a picture from any part of their adventure so far, what would it be of? Oh. Me as a T-Rex mm. eating the ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of it's... answers for me personally, but I feel like Surya's gone through a pretty shitty time. <laughs> I don't know if there's uh Hmm. I got to think on it. I need another second. Didn't we get a sample of um that like ever expanding blanket? I think you did. Yeah. I feel like Tortuga would have done would have like done something cool with that. Like, I don't know, like like unfolded it so many times and wrapped himself in like an ever expanding burrito blanket. I don't know. Like so, he would have he would have done something with the ever expanding blanket. Maybe like made a parachute or something. <gasps> he definitely made a parachute. <laughs> a a saw shoot, excuse me? A saw shoot. <laughs> yeah. A saw shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you broke the infinifold blanket like as soon as you got it. Didn't we like start it on fire and it immediately yeah. just was ash yeah it's just yeah I yes think we did let's see if ash this is shoot. flammable it's ash <laughs> <laughs> all right i i think uh the moment i'll choose is way back in like i think episode three where we cut off batster's head dustin uh tortuga cut off batster's head and it flew through the air and then surya caught it and this was like the moment musing with this head in her hands where she realized like we're dealing with a different thing here and we can't have the same sort of mercy with vampires that we do with actual like life. Uh, and I, so I think that was a character changing moment. I mean, I liked it a lot, <laughs> me individually yeah. as well. But I think I think that's the picture she would have is like her musing with this the decapitated vampire head in her hand. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, uh, Tortuga. Did you you said with the infinifold <laughs> blanket? You want a picture of you wrapped in the infinifold blanket? Yeah, picture of me with just totally wrapped up in like ten, like ten feet of blanket on either side of me. I I can make <laughs> that that picture. I think I can bring that about. I think there that exists somewhere actually. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking about. <laughs> Oper- Operation Ginger Blaze, is that what you're talking yes, about? Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> come on, Calvin. You remember. Dude, come on. Wait, what? Operation you Ginger Blaze? You remember. Ten feet of blanket. This is oh, some good... Uh, this yeah, is some yeah. good... Uh, <laughs> that was good. That human was good, development man. for the listeners if this doesn't get edited out. But back in the olden days when we were in like freaking <laughs> high school... Dustin like fell asleep and was sleeping so hard that we throughout like three hours <laughs> continued to put one more blanket, Adding one blankets, more blanket one and more taking blanket a picture like between minutes. each one, which I'm realizing now maybe taking pictures of someone while they're sleeping is a little creepy, but they <laughs> were for you. We were good enough. Friends. They were to show him, <laughs> and they were the, to progress. Show him the progression. Yeah. And the best part was at the very end. How many blankets did we get? Like 14? Something like, yeah, it was teens. Something like 14, 14 or 15. Blankets. Yeah. And at the end of it, <laughs> we we heard him rustling, and we were like, "Oh shit!" We were about to add another one, and we backed up, and then Dustin just flipped over the top of it, and half asleep just went, "Fucking hot." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, classic. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, last time 
on Legendary 4 Adventure Space Vampires. The party finished the fight with the Thralls, mainly due to Julian's polymorphin T-Rex powers. <laughs> Ruby got away without sending a message to the Count. The other two Thralls were tied up and brought back to the Blood Vessel, where the party came up with a way to continue their disguise as Baron Plasmowitz. Oh yeah, and the party finally got rid of Julian's smarty pants. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we'll pick up right there after you guys uh, got the message from the Count. And you guys are just sitting around. You just mess with the elixir mixer for a bit. And you have these two tied up thralls unconscious still. I'm just going to take the uh, note that we got about the elixir mixer room. I think there was a code on it. What's the code mm-hmm. again? Is it 6003? I'm going to try it on all the doors and see if it happens to work. On any other door. It works on one door. Ooh, which one? The elixir mixer door. Oh, wow, well, shit. <laughs> this only works on this one. Thought I'd check, uh, but unfortunately, yeah. I'm just going to tape it to that door. Well, wait, I don't have tape. I'm going to make a glue out of something and paste it to mixer. the door. <laughs> Julian, do you... Um... Do you still have enough spells that you could go into one of these other two doors we haven't seen behind? Ooh, let me check. Yeah, I think you just cast one polymorph yep. last time, so you should have two more. Two more of those. Uh, let me just bide my time as my character sheet loads by making uh, noises <laughs> like uh, <laughs> this and... Um, uh... <laughs> little Julian. Yeah, little Julian. But yeah, I could dimension door twice, meaning in and out, or in, push a button to get you guys in and out, and then into another one, and hopefully be able to get out, or have to sleep in there overnight to get my spells back. I think maybe just doing one for now, and seeing what's behind it, and then not not taking too much of a risk, you know, not hedging uh, up. Hey, you know, hold up a a sec, all right? You know, we do have, you know, a rogue uh, out there, so... You know, maybe we should be saving our spells and maybe even, dare I say, do a half-day rest while we wait to see if one of these Trio Jones uh, spots, you know, gnome, uh, halfling gnome that's not one of the other two or three that are here. That's uh, it's not a bad idea. We could expend one spell real quick, check out a room, and And then I would do still the have the ability to do polymorph one more time and turn into a T-Rex and just eat whatever we gotta worry about. Should something okay. happen. Okay, as long as, as, long as yeah. we can still T-Rex it. One more time. <laughs> I'm alright. Always save one T-Rex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, Julian, I, I think I remember you mentioning something about that, but Thank bad you. Thank ass, you. my dude. I like that to think awesome. it was more effective due to my now half-sized uh, self growing to such a gargantuan creature. Yes. But uh, yeah, it was the first time I tried it out. Felt pretty uh, pretty nice. I might do that a little more often. Maybe even some other animals if we ever need a, uh, you know, maybe we need some climbing. Maybe we need a little bit of flying. I don't know what I can do. I'll find out. Was having as small of arms as I always pictured them having as frustrating as I always thought it would be? You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think after that that the extinction of that specific creature was self-inflicted. <laughs> Is that too dark for the show? I look at the camera. Sorry. Sorry about that. Surya so kind of grimaces and then walks over to, to one of the doors. Like, 
just sort of ushering us over to try this. So the two doors that you uh, still don't have access to are both on the bridge. Like there is, like when you walk onto the bridge through that hallway with the other four doors there, um, there is like a kind of two ramps going down. There's three seats in front of the tube that holds the goo. And then on like that upper part of the platform, before those ramps, there are two walkways that lead to two different doors on either side of the bridge. Do the doors look identical, or is one maybe a little bit bigger, made out of a different material? The doors look... Hmm. I think the doors look pretty similar. Like, they're both, like, black metal that slide. Nothing really on them. I will say the door on the left has, like, a red border, while the one on the right has a yellow border. Ooh. Red border, yellow border. Red border, yellow border. Yeah, red border, yellow border. Say that five times faster. <laughs> hmm. What compels yellow's you? Yellow is slightly more... We've had a lot uh, of red. Welcoming We've dealt with right a lot there. of that. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just do that door and appear in, like, blood floating. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll try out the yellow door. I'm going to walk oh, up. Oh, shit, that... That actually could be <laughs> yeah, it, Yeah, it might though. be just like a fail-safe, like you open the door and blood pours out just in case. <laughs> <laughs> or a just giant tank of blood. <laughs> so you are, you're teleporting into the yellow door? Yep, and uh, to remind you, the way I'm going to do this to ensure, because I could, you know, depending on what's behind this door, reminding our listeners of the intensity of this spell right now. This is some Nightcrawler X-Men 2. <laughs> Uh, if I don't nah. see what's be where I'm going, and I end up phasing into an object or into a wall, then not only will my spell fail, I think I take damage. If I if I'm not mistaken, yes. Ooh. So the way I'm trying to avoid that, as I did last time, is I'm going to stand with my toes inches from the door and try to polymorph just a couple feet forward. So I'm about uh, yeah. Door. Sorry. Dimension door, just a couple... I turn into a T-Rex and just barrel through the door. <laughs> uh, dimension door, Kicked just a down. few feet forward, just at the entrance. Because who would put something that close to a door, right? A fucker. Yeah, that wouldn't make sense. That's who. <laughs> All right. I'm going to stand there, take a deep breath, look at my uh, companions, because I feel phasing into some object would probably hurt. And uh, here we go. Oh, I probably need to use music to make this happen. I'm going to just reach around to my back where my uh, loot is hanging and pluck one note. And the note will kind of... And when it kind of does that, I like warp through uh, space-time using the warp of the note. Sweet. Uh, yeah, you go into this extra-dimensional gate and appear on the other side of it. You are in a small, pretty dark corridor i'm gonna be just yelling this in julian's voice so i don't have to repeat it just letting you guys know but go ahead (laughs) sorry okay uh so so yeah you're in a pretty dark uh corridor it is only lit by i I don't know what are those there's a special name for the lights that are like on a plane that are on the floor are they just called i don't think they're they're like like, i know what you mean like a special kind of lights Yeah, track track lights. lights. That sounds right. There's like track lights in this corridor. The corridor is maybe like 10 feet long, and then it bends to the right. Is there a button near the door that I can open the door with from the side like there was in the Elixir Mixer room? Yes. I'm going to push the button. 
Hey guys, come on in. Door. All right, uh, Mezzy. Oh, hmm. Are you comfortable staying with these unconscious thralls? Yeah, they're they're tied up, aren't they? You did a good job, did? Oh you? yeah. I don't think I rolled for it, which means I definitely did a really good. I'm gonna, job. you know, I'll I'll stay with them. All right. Just to be, just to be. Hey, uh, Mezzy. Do you have one of Tortuga's whistles? Uh, yeah, I think I do. All right, just blow that if anything happens. <laughs> the dolphins. <are> back. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll follow Julian. Yeah, you go in. There's this small, ten foot long corridor that turns to the right sharply. Are we letting Tortuga in too? He's gonna hang back and uh, just be a little safety net in case anybody wakes All right. up. Yeah. Back there. I'm just gonna be stay icy. Sharpening my, <laughs> I'm just gonna be sharpening my uh, my dual rapiers, just like on each other. You know. <laughs> that's yeah, that's how, how that, that's how that works, right? Okay, I'm just gonna be rubbing them together, no. just you know. Cause... They're also made of ice, and they're magical. <laughs> they don't enough. need to be sharpened. Fair enough. But <laughs> it's purely for love. <laughs> All just... right. Those are made I, of ice. I will proceed first. <laughs> turn around and start heading down the corridor with Surya. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's literally ten feet long. You guys aren't going too far. You walk a few steps and turn to the right, and it, there appears to be a ladder at the end of another, maybe like five foot wide or five foot long. Like there's another five foot, five feet before the ladder. The ladder going up. Yes. Hmm. Uh, Surya looks over at Julian and just kind of nods, raised eyebrows, like "Yeah, let's do it." I'm gonna head there. I'm gonna just start crawling up the ladder first because I dimensioned door in, so I might as well lead the way. Here. Uh, well, I'm gonna stop midway, look down, and be like, <laughs> "Were you offering to go first? I mean, yeah, but if you want, I I'm don't just think gonna do gonna a backflip like... off the ladder and land behind <laughs> Surya and be like, "After you." <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll proceed up the ladder first. As you climb up that ladder, there's a small, like, 10 by 10 room in the middle uh, behind you. Like, as you are climbing up the ladder in the middle, there is another corridor uh, still tracklit. And on the right side of the corridor, there appears to be a door with a wheel on it. Uh, I will approach the wheel and look for any sort of signifying like any like a little plaque that says this is what this does <laughs> uh you can roll an investigation <laughs> check for me i certainly will i don't have a great investigation it's an 18 yeah. on the die 18. for an 18 so yeah you can guess that this wheel would open this door this door is obviously meant for something secure you can tell that there is a reason for this door to be so strong i'll just say that well julian this door appears quite strong, which means it's holding something back or something out. Uh, I mean, we don't have a whole lot else going on currently. I don't think they would have, like, booby-trapped their own ship, but maybe it, like, releases the goo or something like that. What do you think? I'm wondering if maybe that will lead to the... Oh, I don't know. When I think of a door like that, I think about uh, something from my original planet, uh, Earth. We had submarines. So, you know, if you were submerged underwater, you would need a door like that to keep the water out. 
so maybe it just leads outside and it's like that so that you know when we're in space we don't you know fucking die i don't know well we're in a hangar although wait uh sam you said sort of the geography of where we've gone it seems like this is going towards the center of the ship though yeah so uh just with some a little bit of your own mental geometry so uh, just a quick description of the blood vessel again the front like window that you would look out of that mm-hmm. if you were seated in those stairs is actually the mouth opened of a bat like it, this ship is modeled after a bat there is a mm-hmm. mouth that's opened and there is this semicircular glass uh pane and you are right now on top of that so you are on top of it, like, just to the right of the actual head of the bat. To the right. So it wouldn't be, like, where an eye would be. It's more so, like... Where an ear would Under be. Under an ear. Where an ear would yeah. be. Where an ear... Okay, so... Mm. Well, we're, we're in a hangar. It might be a door outside. Let's... I'm let's willing. Try to, it I'm out. willing yeah. to check this out, but... Maybe it's let the me... sonar room. So you grabs onto the the cranks of the wheel and like starts to turn and then Julian says but and she goes oh well, let uh, me yeah. just mark something down in case we die right now and Tortuga <laughs> comes looking not to open the door as well right like that would be a good idea I don't know how we'd get up here but yeah I mean sure leaving a <laughs> leaving a little note won't hurt anything sure fair enough how will he get up here fuck it let's just go through we hear through the floor yeah (laughs) tortuga (laughs) sharpening his sword yeah (laughs) i crank the i crank the wheel uh you open the wheel and it enters into it it looks actually kind of familiar to the uh ship that the thralls came in there are Mm. a few cramped seats surrounding a small dais uh with a like sectioned into four with a small circle in the center there are some controls on that or like buttons and levers and stuff on that center so the gears are little like escape pod shuttles is that what we can surmise from this that's what this sounds like you've never you know you don't know what an escape pod is but yeah (laughs) that's exactly what it is this reminds me of a thing from sci-fi movies from my universe they had escape pods on their ships in those movies (laughs) oh i remember you telling me about uh what was it star travel star no it was uh it was planet wars i think i forget it's Uh, i've been here so long things are different Things are starting to get uh, weird. All right, well, cool. Now we know that's there. Uh, she walks back out and she closes the door, unless Julian is still in there. I'm just wondering, I'm standing in the doorway looking around, if maybe okay. this is uh, where our tracker is. Oh, Or maybe if we use this, we won't be able to be tracked. That is a very good escape plan to have in our back pockets, Julian. Yes, it is. All right. And I also imagine the other end... Just leads to a very similar thing. Another escape pod up to an ear. Let's do just a a very quick overview search of this place and see if we can find anything that looks like a tracker. Yeah. Investigation? Yeah. Go ahead. Wow. I got a nine. (laughs) I got a a natural one, actually. That would be. Hey, guys, didn't we figure out that it's a spell and it's not an actual tracker? No, he said there was like a specific thing, didn't he? 
I think he said there was a thing somewhere that we don't have access to. And it's behind one of the doors, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Never mind. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't find much. You don't even really know how to activate the center console. What you do find is there appears to be four large, like, there may be like 10 feet tall and like three feet wide tubes of gray goo with like a lever on them that seeped out when you destroyed their ship like when you ripped off the top a bunch of gray goo came out that's right and there's levers attached to these yes i mean the we also the the other thing we've discovered that had gray goo as a descriptor was the food shit that we found in the tavern i'm gonna say um uh (laughs) black bean patty and pull the lever (laughs) uh you pull the lever and gray goo just squirts into your hand. I look at it for a second and then I say to the goo in my hand, black bean patty. The gray goo tries very hard but does not change. Oh. It does try? Okay. No, it doesn't do anything. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, it like starts to make a little circle shape. Okay. Um, you can feel it trying. But that goo <laughs> also didn't, it just was still gray goo. It just tasted like things. It didn't look like anything. Remember, I yeah, bought it I'm, in like paste form. Right. I'm going to dip my pinky finger in it and then like smell it. Do I smell anything? It smells kind of like flour. Like cooking flour not flowers huh i'm just i'm just gonna dab just a little bit on my tongue and just yep <laughs> i think you've eaten a lot of this food before it tastes a lot like granola okay all right well i think maybe this is just programmed to be basic sort of granola <laughs> she looks at this puddle in her hand and just kind of like wipes it on the console <laughs> like just wipes it off but there are four tubes here maybe each one is a different thing is it worth squirting some in our hands for everyone or should we just their food yeah you're right it's you're right. food um i kind of want to go back to that 10 by 10 foot room was it just yeah. a clearing of a room like an empty room or was there stuff to do in there let's go check we walk back to it and i close the door on my way out i i'm <laughs> Yeah, like there might be some invisible people in there who got pissed about you eating their (laughs) granola. (laughs) Granola. You close the door and uh, you go back to this small 10 by 10 room and you see like levers and buttons and stuff. You can roll an investigation or an arcana check if you'd like. I've got zero on both, so I'll just do another investigation. That's an 11. Hmm. I've got a six on both, so I don't know which one I should try. Uh, I'm going to do an investigation first, <laughs> 10. Uh, can I also do an arcana or is it one or the um, other? Um, I'll just give you advantage pretty much. Uh, so I'll just use that 19 that you actually rolled. Um, it seems like these are ways to release the escape pod from outside of it. Cool. Like there, cool. It, there's cool, nothing, cool, cool, cool. you can't find any tracker or anything that would signify like there's no blinking lights or anything it just seems like a pretty standard release mechanism for the ear okay um so i don't if i remember right there weren't any other paths or did the path continue after the door nope. that we found no it, the okay. there's just a corridor 
So we've explored uh, it, it seems like yep, yeah, it seems like these corridors were just made to go to the escape pods as fast as possible. Like there's nothing special here. All right. Well, the only uh, thing I'm thinking is that the other door had a red border. We still think it's probably to an escape pod, but what's the red for? I don't know. Uh, anyway, I feel like it might be something else, but I think we leave that for a little bit later. Let's go down and rest up. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, you climb yourself down, you get back to the middle room, and you are welcomed with open arms from Tortuga and Mezzi. Hey, 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 no, no, okay? I'm there. I'm sharpening my, my ice blades, okay? And uh, I'm like, so what took you so long? Well, it's an escape pod. Uh, I guess the sort of teardrop shape that we saw from the Thrall's ship was more of a bat ear shape. Well, let's get the fuck out of here. I, I will say the teardrop teardrop did actually look like a blood drop. It, it wasn't supposed oh. to look like an ear. This one just happens to look like an ear. Never mind. They're slightly similar with the spiky top, but yes. distinctly different if you really <laughs> think about it. The more I'm considering it, really, they're very different. <laughs> So that's what, Sam, while you <laughs> so were gone, we run? decided that the action the legendary three-fourths will take is to... Is sleep. Yeah, sleep. We're going to sleep and get a long rest, get our health back, get our spells back. But before we do, I think Tortuga was the one who spoke to the drones, so I'll let him speak to them again. But he's going to remind them what they're looking for as far as the rogue a uh, small person and the green man small person because that's like all you can really say to them for them to understand but yeah and then they can wake us up if they find him otherwise we're getting a long rest okay uh the um the thralls will also probably wake up in the time that you guys oh, shit. are resting just because you guys got to take eight hours to rest yeah I know, I know I'm throwing a lot of stuff at you as well, but uh, you hear a little jingle come from one of the doors and a light begins to blink above Swinglow's Market. Oh. Hey. All right, so here's the plan. Let's sleep in shifts. Right now, I'll go check out Swinglow's Market, see what he's got to do. You two start sleeping. <laughs> I, uh, I actually might go to Swinglow's Market too because... Uh, oh yeah, I, I'm going to bring these thralls want... with me and that's where they'll be. And then we can each take turns hanging out swinglows with these thralls. And then they won't be able to get out or do anything. And they won't disturb the ones uh, the sleeping because behind swinglows is probably soundproof. Which is why he needs a bell. Otherwise, he would just sing to us, right? You you did actually hear him sing Damn through it. the wall. Yeah. Swinglows, magic market. <laughs> All right. That will gag <laughs> what do you guys think, though? Sleep in shifts so we can each get some swing low time on our own and each get some sleep? Sure, yeah, that, that works for me. Yeah, all right. All right, well, I'm going to really, <laughs> it's going to take me a minute. So I, I say we do like, you know, two-hour shifts or three-hour, well, there are three of us. Let's just do, you know, two-and-a-half-hour shifts. It's going to take about an hour of that for me to drag the thralls because I'm so little <laughs> into swing lows. <laughs> I mean, I could just help you and get that done in 10 minutes. Yep. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we do that. And then, uh, all right, you guys sleep tight. I'll wake you up in two and a half hours. I'm going to somehow, I'm going to look outside at the sun and put a stick in. I don't, I'll tell the goo. Goo, turn into a clock so I can see when time passes. Would you be able to do that for me? Uh, yes, I can. 
Unless there's just like turns, a clock on the ship that I haven't noticed yet. <laughs> he turns into a clock and you notice right below him there is a digital clock. Yeah, <laughs> just on the center console. I prefer analog, uh, analog looking clock anyway. That's cool. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go to swing low and uh, yeah, I'm going to okay uh well i should say before you walk in uh you see again (laughs) that was a bad one well that was them in reverse not not before you walk in before you uh summon swing low you notice that the uh, machine of vending actually has some specials right now it has two special potions it has uh little's world's smallest potions and bernie's potion of fire breathing in addition to the normal stuff. But if you don't want to buy any of those, you rub the little lantern that houses Swinglow and smoke begins to swirl and he yep. rises out. He just says, Swinglow's magic market, come in to take your gold. And he is there. He's, oh, just one of you today? Eh, we're taking turns today so we don't have to squabble and argue. Um, I don't know. I probably won't buy anything if I know one of my friends would want it more than me. But at the same time, you know, we found quite a bit of gold. Never mind. But they're resting up. Nice to see you, Swing Low. Uh, what do you got for me today? Well, I have my other stuff. Uh, I have been trying to push this, uh, chain wallet flail as well. And I decided to, uh, do a sale on it. 50% off if you would still like it. <laughs> I love the 50% off. <laughs> Otherwise, he says, I also have three magic items I have managed to track down on my travels. First one here, Bigby's giant sticky hand. Fantastic whip if you're looking to steal things from other people. The second nice. one is unfortunately not 100% intact, but it is still useful. A broken spell siphon. And last but not least, one of my favorite items, the most comfortable stool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And uh, do you still have some of the older items that you had back in the uh, back in the day, last time we spoke? Or do you transition items out? I do, of course. I still have all of my old items, the friendship bracers, the infinite set of cutlery... Uh, the origami sword and and the sneaky peeper. I also still have the upgrade token in case you wish to upgrade any item you have. Holy fuck. A lot of stuff now. You better be buying it. I'm definitely going to buy something. I'm going to try to look into my memory and see what it was that was tickling the fancies of my companions. <laughs> A memory bubble appears where we're all together in swing lows when this original stuff was here. <laughs> was there anything that one of you guys was like, oh, I want that, but it's too much gold. I don't want to buy something that one of you like really likes. I remember there was a hidden eye or something yeah, like that, that, wasn't there? Do you want me to leave the that there for paper. you just in case? I think that would be, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I remember. think that's useful to the group. It's 160 gold only. Uh, you may say this item's command to attach or remove it from any surface. As an action, you may see through the eye as if looking through your own eyes, but you are blind to your own surroundings. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I specifically don't need that, but I definitely think we should buy that, and if no one else is going to buy it, I'm going to. 
Uh, also, I mean, just quick going over the new magic items that are added here. The uh, Big B's Giant Sticky Hand. I am just noticing now that I made so many spelling mistakes. Uh, <laughs> um, but it is a whip that has increased range, and you can basically steal things from people with it. Like weapons? Yes. Yeah, anything that they're holding, you can steal it out of their hand, and then the Sticky Hand gains, gains that damage die instead or you if you fail you steal a random item um the most comfortable stool is anybody who sits on it has to make a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by the stool uh, i didn't add it on here but that actually also ignores like elves immunity to charm sort of abilities because it is a very different sort of charm and then the broken spell siphon once per day you can counter a spell and the spell will activate centered on the amulet in 1d4 rounds, rolled randomly by me. Mm. And then I remember last time you were saying that the thing me and Dustin did would have been better with the friendship bracers. Yep. Yeah, Why friendship bracers. Uh, because they allow you to basically get bonuses for that kind of stuff. Like, if, if you would have had the friendship bracers, I allowed it because it was cool, obviously, and I'm not going to stop that from happening. But with the Friendship Bracers, I would have given you the choice of you can either choose Tortuga to not take damage or you deal double damage with that or something like that. Gotcha. Okay. The flail is cool. We like the flail. but The chain uh, wallet flail? That's cool. And I think Tortuga might want either these infinite set of cutlery or I mean, the sticky hand. He was sounding pretty fucking interested in those. Yeah, I remember him sounding really interested in those. This very rare whip is pretty sweet. Okay. I'm actually going to buy two things. I'm going to buy the very rare whip and the friendship bracers. Uh, so that is 465 gold total? Yep. Before we all go to sleep because this actually isn't something I considered. I just was going to do it. I'm going to ask Surya. I'm going to kind of mumble to her. You mind if I... Uh, am I, Is this gold that I stole from Tortuga ours, or is it mine? What did you think of it as? No, Surya no speaking. Uh, thing, things are immaterial to me. As long as I can buy something that I want, that's fine. Oh, no worries. So, with that being said, I have... How much was it that I lost for? 465. 465, so that would leave me with 335. Did I do my math right? I'm bad at math. Yep, you, you did your math right. All right, uh, so you you pay Swinglow 465 gold. He gives you, or he summons the, uh, what'd you take? The whip and the friendship bracers. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Whip and the friendship bracers. Thanks for the deals. Anything else I can interest you in? Uh, I don't think so, Swinglow. I appreciate it. Have a good one. See ya. And then he swirls back into his little lamp. Awesome. I'm just going to spend the next probably two hours, because that wasn't two hours, uh, you know, fashioning one of the friendship bracers to myself and uh, getting my whip thing, you know, practicing using it so that I can use it in battle easily. And then once my two and a half hours have passed, I'm going to go wake up Surya if that's okay. if nothing happens in that time. What? So I wake up Surya. All right. 
I'm going to take her into swing lows so we don't wake up Dustin while I talk to her. <laughs> so. And it is Dustin. Tortuga shapes into that. <laughs> Dustin, when he sleeps, asleep. he becomes Dustin. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so Surya and I are in swing lows. I'm getting tired. I'm just going to be like, all right. Uh, so here's all your gold plus a little bit of what we stole from Tortuga. I hand her a little sack of 250 gold. You should be able to buy... There are three things in there, I think, that are worth that or less. Or four, actually, now that I look back. And there's still the uh, vending machine. But yeah, whatever you still have left over. If you want me to hold it again, I'll hold it for you. If not, you can hold on to it. Whatever. I'm not worried about it. Uh, I did get these friendship bracelet things. I don't know exactly who I'm going to have, where them, and when, and how often. If it, you know, If it's like a permanent thing. But it's something well, to think about. There's three of them, right? Huh? There's three of them? Nope. There's just two friendship bracers. Oh. Exactly. Interesting. So okay. uh, something to think about over while we're sleeping and resting. And then I think when we all wake up, we'll decide who wears these. Yeah, that sounds fair. Who does the most teamwork in the fights. I think based on the last fight, Tortuga's going to want one of them because we had a nice moment. I feel like you and I have had quite a few nice moments in fights as well. And I feel like you and Tortuga have even had a couple. So, uh, <laughs> so who knows what? Maybe what's we'll just happen. swap them out every day. <laughs> I'll, I'll consider it. Thanks. I'll, I'll do some shopping real quick. I, I've only got my eye on, uh, on one thing, I think. You, you go get some rest. All right. I'm going to go sleep by Tortuga, like awkwardly close to him. Grab the, the, what do you call it again? The fucking the lamp, the genie's lamp, and I. Uh, you rub it, and uh, Swinglow comes out. And says, oh, uh, a a different one now. Uh, why can't you guys all just come in at the same time and buy something? I'm still trying to get something done. We're we're resting. We're we're like having a you know, couple couple hour long nap sesh where we individually will come up and do some shopping so that. There's not as much contention, you know what I mean? Sure, I suppose, as long as you buy something. But anything strike your fancy? And he rubs his hands together, hold out his hands, and all of the items swirl around in a I'm, pink I'm good, actually. I'm, I'm just going to leave. I'm just razzing you. I'm just razzing you. No, no, uh, uh, I, I am interested in something. Um, <laughs> good, What are you working surreal. on, though? Uh, I'm sorry, what? what? What are you working on? That's none of your business. Okay, I'm just a, a consistent uh, customer. I'm just asking. Wasn't demanding anything. Don't see why that has to be. Anyway, you, you have that eye, right? The, uh, the the sneaky peeper, I believe it was called. Yes, the sneaky peeper. Uh, and again, the key word in that last sentence was customer, not friend. I didn't say I was a friend. All right. I... I I didn't think asking what you were up to was, like, really that personal. I don't know. Is it, I, it's a I, bit I personal. Get... It's a bit personal. You see, I didn't know that what you were doing was personal. I thought maybe because we're in a business circumstance here, having a business uh, discourse, that you bringing it up was probably valid, you know, valid discourse. I don't know. Whatever. I want the eye. Okay, eye is 160 gold. 
anything uh, else well, I actually, can do for you? Uh, she she starts to hold out the gold to pay for it and pulls back and goes, Actually, I remember seeing there was like some specials or something. Uh, yes, the chain wallet flail hasn't been moving in any of my circles, so I've decided to sell it to you for half off. 125 gold. Oh, I, I guess what I was hearing was uh, Julian telling me about the, the specials at the, the vending machine. Yeah, you look over and there appears to be two new potions there. She points at Little's world's smallest potion and goes, uh, any idea what that what that potion does? Mm, nope. Looks pretty small, though. <laughs> Alright, well, I'll, I'll take the sneaky peeper. And she holds out the 160 gold for that. Alright. Um, yeah, he manifests the sneaky peeper. You get this uh, tacky-backed uh, bloodshot eye and you pay him 160 gold. And then... Uh, yeah, she goes, oh, I think that's all for me. You'll probably get one more uh, one more visit from our friend Tortuga in probably an hour or two. Uh, yeah, thanks, Winglo. Go yeah. back to your mystic personal business. Bye bye And he swirls back down into the lamp. <laughs> okay. With like a middle um, finger I... as the last thing I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I go over to the vending machine, or a uh, machine of vending. And I actually buy that Little's World's Smallest Potion because I'm so intrigued. Okay. You put in the 70 gold, one gold at a time. Takes you about (laughs) two hours. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) Perfect. And this little tiny blue swirling potion, like it it fits between your thumb and your forefinger is how big it is. Yeah. And it's just got a little mouse on it, uh, a mouse face. And it says Little's Smallest Potion. Little's world's smallest potion. She just kind of nods, appreciates the mouse, and puts it in her pocket. Um, and I'm just going to go over, for listeners' uh, reminder, and for my reminder as well, I'm just going to look at the things that I've accrued. I've got these uh, uh, sun drops, which I've used a good bit. Uh, I knock I knock on my uh, shoulder the what listeners will know is a nut cup <laughs> that I've put on my shoulder, uh, remembering that if they if an enemy rolls exactly a 21, then it's a, a, an automatic fail on that, I think. Yep. Um, I've got my headphones that make me make no noise and I can't hear any uh, I can't hear anything else. There's elevator music and now I've got this eye. I sort of just toy around with those things and like remind myself of how they work. And, uh, I think, uh, yeah, you can, I've got the little potion and the eye in my pocket. I've got this nut cup on my shoulder and I've got these headphones just, uh, consistently around my neck, uh, moving forward. You can always picture that. (laughs) And that's all the stuff that I've got. Other than that, it's just wraps. Uh, make sure you add the potion to your character sheet. Yes. Um, and then I go out and I wake up Tortuga. Hey, swing low! Show me what you got. Uh, you rub the lamp and he's, oh, uh, getting right into it. All right, here's all of my gear. And he shows you all the stuff. Swing low, looks like you got a 50% off thing here, huh? Yes, the flail has not been moving, unfortunately. So if you would like it, it's all yours for 125 yeah. gold. Yeah, I didn't know you did deals. I normally don't, but this uh, chain wallet flail is not my style. You know, I'm thinking maybe, uh, you know, 
I'd be, you know, I'm a stingy guy. We've had a past. Uh, you know, maybe we, uh, could strike up a little, maybe like a buy one, get one something. You know, a little bulk deal, a little bulk sale. How's that sound? It won't be as gracious as buy one, get one, but perhaps I can give you some sort of deal. Alright, alright, alright. You, uh, run the vending machine too, right? No. Oh, okay, never mind then. Yeah, what would you say if, uh, maybe I was looking at this, uh origami sword and this infinite knife set and uh maybe i gave you uh, 600 for both oh that's almost 150 gold off hmm. yeah but you know it's just wasting away on the shelves am i right don't want another chain situation on your hand if you want to roll a persuasion check oh yeah i do nice Ooh, 21! Uh, I'm just gonna give him a couple of the shoulder shrugs. Eh, considering eh. you can't use them at the same time, and they all really have been sitting here for a while, I suppose you can have both of them for 600. Alright, gladly take my money. Anything else I can sell to you today? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think so. Yeah, I guess, uh, if, you know, I've always wanted, like, uh, I, I feel like Toy Toygo always has, like, a some sort of, like, cloak or something. And he's gonna be like, yeah, I've always wanted this thing to do something, you know? Usually my stuff, you know, it does, it does something, you know? Kind of a flashy guy, so, you know, if you, if you run, come across anything that does something, and it looks like this, and it, you know, might be kind of, kind of cold, too, that'd be pretty sweet. I will look out for magical cloaks. Unfortunately, not a lot of them have the total fit. But I'll hey, see what, what you're saying there, bud? All right, let's just let's just watch ourselves, okay? <laughs> Round just is saying, beautiful. Not a lot of turtles have fit capes. That's just not something they do a lot. Hey, this total, as round as he may be, still fits into a slim fit. All right, <laughs> and he's just gonna walk right out. Okay, goodbye. Swirls back into his thing. Okay, when he's gone, I'm going to go back into the vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what do you want to buy? Uh, I'm going to take the uh, potion of fire breathing. All right, yeah, you buy the Bernie's potion of fire breathing. Make sure you write that down on your character sheet. I, I do want to remind you guys before we get into after the rest stuff, uh, the Count did want the Baron to contact him. That's right. But after you guys are all done shopping with Swing Low, you get back together and the thralls are starting to wake up. Uh, Toy is just going to take out his greatsword and uh, just bonk him over the head again, trying to buy oh. some more time. <laughs> okay, they are unconscious again. Sweet. Not going to roll for it. They are badly beaten. <laughs> oh. Toy is just going to be like, oh, shite! And he just goes for it. He's going to be like, uh... Do over. <laughs> oh, we really don't have any uh any way of kind of diplomatically talking with them at this point, really, do we? Hey, but we've all slept, right? Yeah. Yep. I've got three more dimension doors. Should I just check out that other door real quick and find the tracker just in case it's there? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, let's yeah, do why that. Not? Why not? Sam's over there just like, get let's, out of the ship. <laughs> let's waste I mean, more it's time. Fine. <laughs> it's, just, it's just gonna be a, a setup. 
good setup episode yeah um so yeah i'm gonna go over to the yellow brimmed door do my method of me the red the red the red one yeah and uh use dimension door to get to the other side i'm gonna do the same thing that i did last time with the and i'm just gone yeah you musically warp into this room and immediately you are struck by this smell it doesn't smell bad it actually smells of i don't know how to describe the smell but like a dark like maybe like a cedar wood incense or something but a very like kind of musty tobacco-y incense you see in the room there is a large lavish bed there's a desk that appears to have a glass ball on top of it there are like other like tables and chairs like just various living uh, or like i don't know uh, leisure furniture a a chaise lounge if you want Uh, (laughs) um But you see on the back wall, there are actually hundreds and hundreds of bags of blood that are like on hooks that are on like rails, just like easy to take and drink pretty much is the purpose of them. You also see in this room there is, (laughs) yeah, blood juice boxes. Mm -hmm. Uh, You also (laughs) see that there is a ladder in this room. All right. Is there a button like all the other doors? This one does not have a button and has a keypad. Another keypad from the inside, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to knock on the door. Can you hear me? Wait, that was Surya. (laughs) That was more like Amhar Redforge for a second. (laughs) I'm going to knock on the door. Hey, uh, can you hear me on the other side there? Can we? Yeah. It's muffled, but yes. For some reason, I'm going to have to dimension door out of here. There's a keypad on this side, too. I don't know who thought of something like that. Probably someone watching what we're doing uh, from a omniscient point of view. But <laughs> I'm going to do a little investigating over here. If you don't hear from me in the next 20 minutes, uh, just assume I'm dead, I guess. And, <laughs> you know, figure out, figure oh. things out. Sorry. All right. Susan's got you back. You hear a... <laughs> from inside of, like... Um, All right. But yeah, there's a ladder that I'm going to climb up. Uh, I'll be right back. I'll tell you what's up there. I'm going to climb the ladder. Okay. You climb the ladder and you it feels very similar to the other uh, walkway that you went through. There's a small 10-foot room with a control panel. And on the end of the hallway, probably about 10 feet or 20 feet down, there's another door with a wheel on it. I'm st- I'm gonna go in just in case that behind this one someone's hiding or something. Yeah, you open the door. Nobody is hiding inside. There appears to be instead of those huge glass or huge tubes filled with gray goo, there appears to be tubes filled with red liquid. Uh, same thing though. There is a center console, a small round dais with a hole in the middle. Uh, you're not really certain how to activate it, but you haven't really tried yet. Otherwise, there is just a nice seat, and this is another escape pod, but it appears to be much nicer. Like, it appears to be made of better quality material. There appears to be more, like, things to do. 
and it is only meant for one person opposed to the crammed four that the other one is all right um i'm gonna leave this room closing the door behind me turning the wheel go back down to the bedroom lounge like place and i'm gonna look for a manual for the ship i assume it would maybe be in here on the desk or anything that might help me figure out where this damn tracker is or even just like a piece of paper with any information on it so i'm gonna kind of just look around the whole room and what i get 11 11 okay uh honestly it's not too difficult to investigate the room uh but the one weird thing that you do find in this room is like connected to a lot of the furniture are like shackles and chains and uh you kind of piece together that the reason that this room has a code on this side is so that victims of the vampire would not be able to escape. Um, This appears to be Baron's room, but you go over to the desk and you start to go through the drawers in the desk when all of a sudden the glass ball on top of the desk lights up i'm gonna immediately drop to the floor okay you drop to the floor you wait a second you wait a few more Nothing i'm happens. going to slowly peek over the table at the glass ball and see what it looks like from like an angle that hopefully i can be hidden from it appears to be like swirling dark purple fog with red lettering and it appears to just be kind of like blinking on this uh screen with a few options oh okay i'm gonna get back up (laughs) and look at the screen (laughs) i thought maybe it was like a seeing eye like sauron and it was just gonna you know (laughs) the count would just be there and be like what baron i'm taking a bath or something you know yeah um (laughs) what are my options on the screen uh so there is a few options here there is uh, you know, I didn't actually write these down. I had an idea of them, but give me a second. I'm going to walk over to the door and yell out. So there's another escape pod, for one. This is definitely the vampire's side of uh, the ship. I'm not sure why they had a like a more human side, maybe for thralls. Uh, but there appears to be a chamber sort of system here, so they can have victims and that's why there's a keypad but i also found some kind of glass ball that's like a uh like a screen almost similar to how the goo portrays messages except this is like literally letters and numbers appearing on a screen um it's slowly coming into focus right now while i let it come into focus i thought i would tell you about it you think it's a good idea for me to check this thing out a little more yeah, I think so, as long as it doesn't seem like it's communicating with anything or, you know. If I get that uh, sort of vibe, updated. I'll bolt and I'll be back out of here in a second. Okay, uh, the you have five options on the screen. The first one is ship diagnostics. The second one is astral positioning system. The third one is planar encyclopedia. The fourth one is directory, and the last one is labeled TCT. 
Well, you gotta hit TCT, right? I, I mean, know, come, right? Come like, on. Tracker. What if it's like uh, control the count tracker? Like the counts. Hmm. I'm gonna just go over to the door and be like, "All right, so these are the five options I have. <laughs> what do you think I should push?" I know Tortuga said TCT. I heard him say it as if he already read this. <laughs> what do you think, Surya? Why not? Press it. It's the only one where we don't have an inkling of what it would do. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to go back up and press TCT on the glass dome ball, on the crystal ball. Okay. You click on it, and uh, the first thing that pops up is the Thrall Control Transmitter. And we'll oh. end it there. Oh, <laughs> hey, fuck yeah. Okay, dope.